Welcome to episode 18, 18 that is, 18, episode 18 of the Varangian Heresy podcast. My name is Jody and with me as always tonight is my co-host Chris. Hey Jody, how are you tonight? Oh, I am, I am doing a little bit better, life is not kicking me as hard in the arse as I, I thought it might do, so we're actually managing to get around and do some recording, which is good, and thankfully we get to talk about Avarii, and it's our post-Avarii episode. Which is going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, so yeah, um, unfortunately you couldn't make it yourself for the event, but you get to live vicariously through myself and through Eric, who is our guest. Uh, Eric? Uh, Eric? Eric? Henrik. Henrik. Oh, he's going to shoot me. I got his name wrong. I can't believe it. He was my first opponent as well. Oops. Well, to be I'll fair, apologize you, to him later. You did, you did warn him. You did warn him that he would mess up his name. I always I did, I really, warn everybody really, I mess up their name. <laughs> yeah, but I just re- really didn't think that would mean calling him another name, but... Ah, uh. uh, whatever. He's got a good sense of humor. In fact, he won the uh, the player's choice of uh, best best opponent, so... I think he'll take that one with a with a smile and understand that I'm the English idiot and he completely understands that. Um, I really hope so anyway, otherwise I've just uh, offended someone who could have been a really good friend. Um, so, sorry Henrik, <laughs> I'll try and get it right next time, buddy. There's um, worse, uh, there's wor- worse, ah, sorry, there's worse, worse things to call people. Yeah, like fans of certain bands and stuff like that, but we don't, we don't talk about that. Um, anyway, uh, let's just get straight on with tonight's episode. So it's a post of REI episode. Just a, just a quick word. Um, we were planning to do a couple of list reviews, but we've had a number of lists actually come in. So Chris and I have taken the decision to actually put them on hold until next episode. And we're going to do a mega list episode, aren't we? Yep. So don't feel too alarmed if you don't not, you list not not on this episode. It will be next episode, and if anyone has another list, send it in now so exactly. we can actually stack them. Just that would be great. If you, I if, love lists. Give give us give us a, give us a, a set of lists to uh, to uh, fluff whack or what what do we call it? Uh, filth uh, fluff versus filth, wasn't it? Yeah, something uh, like that. Yeah, something like that. Whatever. <laughs> Basically, we'll review your list. You send us the information. We'll review it. We'll give you our, our thoughts on it. And um, then, obviously, if you want to, you can go to somebody who knows much more than we do and probably get a better review. But, hey, that's half the fun of what we do here. Um, so let's crack on with our uh, social media information first. And, as always, starting off with our Facebook page because that's an important there is an important difference right now our facebook page for the podcast itself is the Varangian heresy podcast and that is we're available on facebook you can follow us give us a like and keep up to date when we release our episodes and major ish announcements that we do on there then we've got our facebook group and there's a really good reason we've got a facebook group isn't there chris yeah and that's uh, it's uh, easier to at least remember to share stuff what we're actually doing instead yeah. of just mentioning yeah we're going to put that in the album or we're going to put that in the show notes or we're going to put that in whatever we m- managed to come up with and completely failed that recording <laughs> yeah basically apart from freddie who happens to be uh in an undisclosed um location currently and still doing is still better at doing updates than we are so um yep 
So that's why we started a group. So we can send up, send up, send up photos to our listeners, and uh, you can send. You can put up photos if you want to, everyone else to see them, and we can have a good old, good old discussion, basically. Yeah, I mean, we 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 keep saying we're about building community, and the an actual group is exactly that. So if you find the Varangian Heresy podcast group. You can search through it. You can find it. The name is really imaginative. It really is. I mean, it's it's the most imaginative name ever. Um, really kind of difficult. Might take you a while to search for it, or you can find probably find a link on our actual podcast page if we've remembered yep. to post it on there. By the there's time a, there, there's actually a link already. Oh, check that out. It's like we, uh, we kind of got ahead of ourselves for once, or maybe yeah. not. I don't know. That's uh, might be a few days old. So it might have dropped down. Quite a bit, but there's, we'll, there is still one. We'll fix it. We'll fix it if one of us remembers to do it. Um, but basically, we've got a group. Come along, get involved, follow, join the group, and uh, get involved. Post your whips up there. Show us what you're working on. Get in touch. Have a chat with us if you want to. Um, I'm sure we are on social media far more often than our employer, or in my case, my employer would like me to be. But um, you know, this is the joy of what we do. Uh, so we like to keep on top of it. So yeah, get involved. Other than that, we have our Twitter, which is at Varangian Heresy. So uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, we also have our email. So if you want to email in any list you want reviewed or any questions or one Freddy comes back, any sticker requests, because uh, we maybe have run out of stickers at the moment. So we just need to wait for our sticker man to come back and fix that for us. And the run out stick of stickers is also Yoda's way of saying that he's got a lovely new wallpaper in his living room. Hey, it's not the living room, it's the studio. Wait, wait a minute, you said you weren't going to catch me on that one. <laughs> Damn it, Christopher, what the hell, man? I thought we had some sort of bro podcast bro rules here, but apparently not. Um, so, yeah, there, there will be some more stickers available very soon. Um, so, basically, hit us up on there for those as well. Um, we do have a website. Which is the Varangian Heresy podcast at blogspot.se.com.whatever it is in your world, part of the world. And um, apparently we've got a, we've got one which we, in theory, should keep up to date. Right, Chris? In theory. In theory. Okay, so at some point in the future, whenever we get around to it, there will be an update of our episodes on there. But, you know, we're not really pushing that right now. And let's be honest. There's, uh, there's a shiny new group and much more interesting places to be uh, interacting and keeping up on to, keeping on top of us with, or keeping on top of what we are doing, not on top of us. I'll just back away from that conversation. Yeah. Backing away slowly. Um, so, <laughs> with that uh, monumental screw-up, as always, in uh, in place, let's, uh, let's just get on with it, shall we? Um, yeah, let's let, let's try and dig ourselves out of this hole already. Um, so yeah, impossible. Never, I know, totally impossible. Um, so we do have a whole section on Avarii later, but I do want to say thank you ever so much to the two Oscars, to Kale, to everybody who was involved in making that event happen. It was totally awesome of you guys. Um, we had a hell of a good day. Um, and I am looking forward to Avarii 4. As soon as I get the times, I'll be able to book the time off work, I hope. And that's going to be a whole lot of fun day as well. So that's going to be in and around December. But I'm not going to go into much more detail than that because, well, at the end of the day, I don't really need to because we've got a whole section about it. So, yeah, that's my rambling done. 
Um, where do we want to go? I find that hard to believe. Oh, you done rambling? Well, not really. It's like Nick from the Gino, uh, you know, done with his rants. It's uh, not really a thing that's ever going to happen. It just seems to be on a on a pause for a second, on a break. We'll see what happens afterwards. Um, so let's let's just get straight in and start talking about hobby progress. What what are we working on? What are you working on, my friend? What do you what do you got on your desk tonight, or have been working on recently? Right in front of me currently are the legs of my warhound. And Ooh. the pl- plants that I got from Forge World. And they are the lovely old uh, building plants from the, the copywriter in 2003. So they're basically just Xeroxed papers. Awesome. With, with some school. photos and uh, basically this is knee piston part one and an arrow. And lower thigh and an arrow. I really prefer the new ones that you have the knights. <laughs> they are full 3D, basically 3D sculpts. Oh. I just uh, put the CAD designs in a paper form. That's just lovely, with every piece highlighted that you want to put on. But uh, it's still quite an enjoyable build. It's quite easy to build still. But Good. if you can mention it, that it might be time to maybe update the building <laughs> instructions for a Warren Titan. Uh, dear Forge World, come on, please. <laughs> might uh, actually lead to more people buying them. Oh, careful. Don't don't make promises you can't keep. You know, I said might. Might yeah, is a powerful word. That's true. Don't don't forget we don't endorse any particular type of uh, Forge World pro, Forge World, but you know um, there are very few Forge Worlds that we would endorse even if we did endorse them. Because yep. you know choice is all about that. Is all about choice, isn't that right, Chris? Yeah, it's all about uh, that lovely piece of choice you get from <laughs> worshiping the machine god. Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> That yep. too, and that's not a euphemism in any way, shape, or form. Oh, that's actually worshiping the machine god. Yeah, but I've heard what you do with your toaster, so um, maybe not. I uh, haven't had a I haven't had a toaster in years. It's full of crap. Well, moving on, moving on. Yeah, this this uh, warhound is really, really lovely, and I'm in love with it. Yeah. Really, I am gonna have hell for time to paint it, and uh, not in a good way, because I don't own an airbrush. But uh-huh. see what happens, and there will be photos on the group. Yeah, and this is one of the uh, one of the big things why we like the idea of a group because we can uh, actually keep people up to date about what's going on uh, with what mm-hmm. we're building. So um, yeah, I guess uh, I guess it's you my... doing anything then? I am currently I am uh, green stuffing the joints on my homemade Spartan. Uh, not homemade Spartan. I'm looking at the Spartan plates. Um, the homemade Typhon that I've been working on. Again, pictures in the group, um, which you can see. And there'll be more updates and more on uh, on my Instagram as well. That's uh, You can follow me at uh, Painting Chap on Instagram. Um, yeah, you could possibly follow me as well if you want on Instagram. I hardly ever post anything, but it might change if I get some people that want me to post stuff. Well, well you need to tell people what you are on Instagram. Uh. I'm just gonna, I was just gonna sh- actually gonna check what my name is on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's uh, Nevindar. That's my usual handle. We'll stick a we'll stick a link to our Instagrams on the the group and the page if we can remember to do it. Yeah. And the um, sh- maybe maybe just the show notes. Yeah, maybe just the show notes because hell, we'll stick it everywhere and we might actually remember to do it in one of those places at least. Maybe um, we might remember that we actually have an in- uh, Instagram accounts. Yeah, well, there is that. <laughs> Um, but uh, don't want to push that Maybe. too far. Maybe exactly. Um, but no, I, so I'm currently working on the the Typhon. I've I'm using the uh, 
a mouthful of green stuff. I'm using the Spartan uh, hole pieces that Freddie sent me a while back as the main structure. And then I'm using the um, I'm using some general Land Raider sides and some very fantastic. If not, I didn't order enough of the right ones or they weren't enough in the packet, whatever. No judging because, you know, they're awesome people. Blood and Skull Industry, um, Liberator Pattern uh, Zero, uh, Liberator Pattern Number Zero tracks as well um, to give that proper feel of a, um, a Land Raider. And, uh, oh, sorry, a proper feel of a Typhon. Um, so I am having a lot of fun with it. Oh, and uh, the gun is from Puppet Wars. Um, the Big Mama. Mama. Big Mama. And um, Just to remind you that bit, little bit of work, eh? What? What do you mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, Big Mama. Yeah, Big Mama. Oh, the, well, Chris, is, if anybody's wondering what the hell are they talking about, uh, I work at a barbecue shack here in Sweden, and our smoker is called is lovingly called big mama so it's it's nice that every day i get to go to work with big mama one way or another either with a typhoon um or with or with the smoker so it works both ways for me um but yeah so i i'm having a lot of fun playing with this kit and uh, getting this green stuffed up there's going to be a whole lot of sanding to do afterwards but that's a job for tomorrow. Um, and I'm happy with that because I have a mechanical grinder. So I cut out a lot of the hand, hand work on this, um, which makes me happy. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm working on at the moment. I am also working on uh, that's literally what's on my lap as we're, as we're recording. Uh, what I'm also working on is I also happen to be working on a new Rhino. Uh, I've got a Sakaran to paint, and I'm building a Land Raider as well. A Mars pattern Phobos, I think it is, is what I'm doing. Um, and yeah, so that's that's kind of what I'm working on right now. So it's a nice little bit of a flurry of work in my paint shop. Um, and then there's some other stuff that I'm doing for Freddy as well for Scandus and generally, you know, doing stuff and things and keeping myself busy. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I'm working on at the moment. Um, and I'm kind of working my way through some audiobooks as well. Um, well, that's a good combo for with working stuff. Yeah, I've I've been I've been catching up with some of the ones I I, I keep meaning to listen to. So. Um, or no. uh, Legion at the moment. Ooh, um, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Really, really enjoying it. And um, I was, uh, although I know that might make some uh, one half of the um, Age of Darkness shudder a little bit, saying enjoying that one. But you know. Uh, well, we could just do like this. I actually enjoyed the Furious Abyss. So. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um, I, I listened to Furious Abyss. It, it was okay. It yeah, was but okay. if if we if we're going to Interestingly enough, annoy people. Let's just go, go full out. Yeah, let's let's go the whole hog. Um, but um, uh, no, it was um, it, Legion's really good. Love a lot of the characters. John Grammaticus is one of my favourite characters of the um, of the Heresy novels, just because he's kind of the wild card character. But um, he's a bit whiny and simpery in this one, I must admit, and I'm not particularly enjoying him. Um, but we will see if he. Um, you know, mans up a little bit in this one and uh, gets a bit more interesting. We shall see. Um, but that's just my personal preference, and all other preferences and views are obviously endorsed in their own way. So, when are you going to get uh, 
going on uh, Praetorian of Dorn? Uh, whenever, when I can get around to it, when I'm, uh, I, I want to listen to it because I hear I hear epically good things about Praetorian of Dawn. Yeah, um, I'm almost uh, finished with reading the book, so that's mainly why I want you to read it as well. Okay, well, maybe I'll have to borrow it from you and speed read it. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to have to get myself a copy of the audio book at some point um, and do it that way. You can just uh, do it a bit like this. Uh, my, my next project might be Imperial Fists. Oh, that good, <laughs> huh? I just do like their really, really uselessly bad style so far in the book <laughs> that's confusing but okay um what, these guys suck that's why i like them or uh, something like that as i as a i am quite near the end so the, that might change but uh, i really it as it, this book has really reinforced my hatred of the alpha legion oh okay fair enough I definitely need to listen to it then, because I'm 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 not an Alpha Legion fanboy by any means, but I I do kind of like what they do um, to a point. Uh, so we will see how Legion plays out, and then if I get around to Praetorian Dawn pretty quickly, we'll we'll see. Because um, they are right next to each other in the line of books. <laughs> are they? Are they? Yeah, exactly. There's just uh, what is it like thirty-eight, no, thirty-six books in between. No, I don't think it's that many. I think it's more like. 30 maybe <laughs> i don't know which which book is uh legion in the old oh, order you're asking now i don't know i don't have the uh, the cover art in front of me to tell you the number no worries i was just uh, just uh, thinking thinking a bit hmm. but uh no i am uh, i am looking forward to start listening to some other other books as well at some point um i don't i don't know which ones? I've done things like the Outcast. I've done the original, the number of the original, like the the first books out, and thoroughly enjoyed them. Um, I, I'm absolutely in love with Betrayer, um, which is why I'm very happy that the Age of Darkness are, are finally doing a massive World Eaters sort of <laughs> series. Because you know, I'll never, I'll never pretend to be um, the literary uh, review giants that they are. Um, but I am, and so I'm very much looking forward to listening to what they say. But uh, I do really like Betrayer. I really, really like it. Um, no spoilers, but Khan is a beast, and um, yeah, it's awesome. Yep. So that, that's my that's my. You know, I think that's an even even better uh, shorter synopsis than Mark. But um, from Age of Darkness, Mark normally does. But hey, um, you know, that's why I said I leave it to them, not me. Uh, yeah. So. I know that's that's pretty much my my hobby progress stroke project stroke what I've been working on stroke mild panic inducing things getting it all done in time for events um, but yeah I think that's pretty much where I stand at the moment so there's not nothing that that uh, spurs you on as much as an impending deadline that you have to have it finished yeah because I, I I was very proud of myself I I finished painting for Avarii ten o'clock the night before. Yep. Um, which was very impressive for me because normally I'm painting till stupid o'clock in the morning and I wasn't. And I'm very, very happy about that, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. Um, it was very nice. Not so, I mean, it could, it's what you're saying. It, it's could have, it could have been worse. Oh, it could have been a lot worse. I've done three o'clock in the morning finishing jobs and uh, barely being able to see straight um, while painting, finishing, trying desperately to paint colours and make them look half presentable 
paint job. So, yeah, I was pretty happy that 10 o'clock came rolling around. I went, damn it, I've finished. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's still some stuff I'd like to do, and I'm going to try and do in time for... Uh, in time for Scandis, like get some transfers on and do it, do some weathering. But again, if that doesn't happen, I'd rather have a completed army for the event. So yeah, that's pretty much my main goal right now is to get a completed army together. Better to have a completed arm, army than just rush the final parts of it and yeah, just uh, feel so disappointed with it. I'm never going to win best painted, so I'm not killing myself over that. Um, I'd rather have fully painted and be a closer as. Uh, the uh -huh. forest boys, Tim and Michael, uh, always say, and I think that's a really important thing to aim for. It helps the immersion, if nothing else, and yeah. it makes it makes. And a fully painted army is something else on the battlefield. Yeah, and as you'll find out later, getting your ass kicked by a fully painted, a beautifully modelled, fully painted army does go some way to easing the pain. Um, some way, not completely, because you know, pain. <laughs> Indeed, but uh, goes somewhere to somewhere towards making it a bit better. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where we are, where I am, or what, we, what we're doing. So um, yeah, what should we should we go on and talk about some news and stuff and things? Because I know the news is going to be a slightly sore topic between the two of us, but not not sore. Just uh, not you and I have different points or different points of view on what what we should be talking about in some version of depth tonight on the news. So. Uh, how about you lead us off on the news section there, Chris? Yep, Gene Stealers. Okay, not what I was expecting, I'll be honest with you. Um, <laughs> well, I just had to put it put it out there. Gene Stealers, they look sweet. They might be great for militia armies, I know. A lot of people have been waiting for these for a long, long time. And with that said, they're 40k. Let's move on. Uh, I do want to say one thing, actually. Well, you want, to, want the vehicle... Yeah, I want the vehicle for no other reason than the forward shield thing they've got will look fucking epic on my Typhon. Um, yeah, couldn't you would... just uh, use them as uh, counts as uh, Phobos's or Rhinos? Probably could, but I don't want to do that. But um, I like, I just like. I do the, that. <laughs> I just like the whole grindy death thing because it fits the corpse grinders a little bit more, you know. Yeah, um, there's that's the best thing to, to really make it seem like it makes sense. Yeah, let's put a giant death rollers on out on the outside of our shields, and we're not orcs. Yeah, well, they, they're all about teeth, man. Don't 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 judge them, man. They're all about teeth. Leave them alone. And they should have, without reasoning, they should have claws on them as well. It's a modelling opportunity, if ever I heard one. Tentacles. Okay, a tentacle let, car. Let's step away from the tentacle porn. Ooh, the grab van. The grab van in 40k. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, um, moving on. What else are we, we going to be talking about? What, what well, is actually new and released? How about that? Uh, there are three new Ceresus Knight heads. Uh-huh. For the Fort Worth Ceresus Knights. And that's really, really... And they look quite cool, actually. You've seen them, I presume? I've seen them. They are very nice. They are very, very nice. Yeah, and then we have this Thousand Sons Legion transfer sheet. Okay. So that just makes it look like it's actually... Getting somewhere that there might actually be some Sons of Prospero in the future, they say. Okay. And we could just do little this. There's the Warhammer European Open Day ticket up on the, the new releases on Forge World. Yeah. And there, there might be something interesting. Yeah, this is, this is where we start disagreeing on what we want to talk about. Um. I'm going to put it like this. 
every time I'm going to currently going to see that that model, I want to see a full 360 view of him before I pass judgment. But f- for now, it will stand as Frostborn hungers every time I see Ross. Yes, for those who, for some reason, don't know what we're talking about, just because you might not, and that's a very fair and a legitimate reason. Um, I met about two people that's never heard of Warcraft. So. Well, I wasn't I wasn't worried about Warcraft. I was just more talking <laughs> about the fact that um, Space Wolf Primarch Lehman Russ is getting is uh, due to be early re- early release and early preview uh, and early sale at the Warhammer European Open Day down in Amsterdam. So yep. obviously the most important thing is if we've got any listeners in Holland or planning to go to said event, please hit me up on our Facebook group or on well on our Facebook page for messages because I know a few loyal sons of the Russ who would very very much like to be your bestest bestest friend if you would like to possibly go and try and get one for them. Um, so that being said, uh, don't get me wrong, I want one as well so I can convert him into Artus. You just had to go there with a frigging didn't you you just had to yep oh god people are going to listen to us and think we're some sort of set of oh no wait actually we are backwater yokels that's fine okay ignore me ignore me it's okay you, you carry on you, you keep making your Warcraft references it's fine I'll just um, <laughs> sit over here in the corner and just, just silently judge I, you uh, I do believe that uh, the image we have been shown on uh, that they released on the, on the amongst all the Sites the Warmer World Facebook group, a Facebook page. Yeah. Like that. I don't, I don't, and I really hope that that photo doesn't make the model justice. The justice. You mean you hope the model's better than the photo? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Because uh, I've been saying this before when we've seen. <sighs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, since some preview photos like we did with uh, or early photos like we did with like Tylos Rubio yeah. that I didn't really feel that they were proper or good enough so to speak mm-hmm. no, like I could do better but uh, <laughs> well because you're talking about sculpting I don't know but um, no, not, the, the, not sculpting I, I mean the essence of the model yeah okay so essence so, of rust basically there's not enough wet dog in there well, I I I can say this. I need to see more photos of it before I can really pass judgment. Because currently, he has a look that's too strongly associated in me with something else. Okay, fair enough. So he reminds the, you very much of another another gaming genre system thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. why that's why I call him Arthur. That's because to me, that photo makes him look like a 30k version of a character in another gaming system gaming world fair enough i will i will say one thing he does very much and i'm i'm sure this is some sort of uh unsubtle um linking in general across the whole um theory you know fluff whatever he very much reminds me of uh ragnar blackmane always has done and whatever model you get russ uh, yeah. the old the classic russ um and this russ very much or, reminds me of Ragnar. And or I don't is know it how, the other how... way around? No, well, I say he reminds me of Ragnar because the Ragnar model is something I've seen a lot more of. Yeah. So in association, I associate that way. But I'm sure, story-wise, it's probably meant to be the other way around. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just something that I've, I've looked at and seen and gone, eh, okay, so that's kind of how they, you know, 
um, they're styling him and oh look Ragnar is obviously probably meant to be you know a young Russ or the next Russ or whatever I don't know uh, he's probably gonna get uh, he's gonna he's gonna disappear and then they're gonna reintroduce Russ as the primark of the Space Wolf chapter mm. They can battle the Dark Angels properly and the demons properly. <laughs> battle the Dark Angels. Oh, let's wake up. Let's wake up uh, Lionel Johnson. Why? Russ has just shown up. Uh, okay. Um, hello? <laughs> Does somebody know where he is? <laughs> boy, pretty boy. Your nap's over. Oi, Blondie, get off your fence. Um, sorry. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, there we got uh, a bit uh, of uh, comments on those as well. So, there's a bit more of uh that's more of a major leak probably mm. you could, could put that okay the the this the i'm waiting for you to talk about it because you said you didn't want to talk about it so I'm gonna uh, talk well about you it. said you wanted to at least uh, mention it yeah i did and you were still grumbling at me when i said that so yeah. um that's I'm why i'm grumbling at myself now i'll let you do all the talking then bastard Yes. We've probably all seen the leaked cover of uh, November's edition of uh, White Wolf mm-hmm. with uh, hazy pictures of everything on it. And there's been really, really detailed and wild speculation on ev- basically every podcast and every Facebook page and every Facebook group so far about this. Yeah. About uh, rumored... Thousand Suns versus Space Wolf and Custodes box. Mm-hmm. But I actually would want to talk about that more in the future when we know anything about it, because that's just me. That's, that's totally fine. We expect all opinions here. We really do. Which is why I'm going to go, Oh my God! Custodes! Oh my God! Space Wolves, Thousand Suns, it's going to be epic. Can't wait to see it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be whatever the hell it is. Can't wait to find out, but my God, it's going to be awesome. There we go. How's that for um, fair and balanced points of view? That's excellent. Now we got to, now we got the the Debbie Downer and the Peppy whatever. I'm not going to say pig because that was the first uh, thing that came to my mind. Yeah, but I'm I'm not going to do a version of Pe- Peppa Pig to call you when I want to say something that's uh, a bit okay. uplifting. No, let's not. Eh? Let's not could, go down that route. But the naming convention in that show is brilliant. I know, right? Susie Sheep. You can tell I've got kids. Um, Susie Sheep, Danny Dog. You know, it's just like Marvel. Um, yeah, or Mama Pig and Papa Pig. <laughs> yeah, and George George the Baby Pig. I don't know where George came from. George, They, they just couldn't think of, like, Peter or Paul or something like that. There's a... Oh fuck! We need a name. Um, um, George. George. <laughs> George. Why? Why George? What? 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 Do we breaking with convention? Just do it. Do it. So, given that we've uh, now talked about Brit- British children TV, yeah, I think that's we should probably move on. Well, we can move on. Um, what are we moving on to? Is the question. Um, uh, I don't think there's much more news to actually talk about, really, is there? I mean, no. well, I, I do want to touch on the fact that. Um, I don't know how many other people actually follow him on Facebook, but I'm a big fan of Aaron Dembski Bowden. And uh, the reason I mention that is uh, today, which uh, the day we're recording, he's just dropped a few pics of the uh, cover art 
the the actual author's copies of um the the latest book he's written the uh with the emperor um master of mankind thank you very much i couldn't remember the name of it and oh my also god Ragnar, wasn't it the ragnar blackman book as well yeah it's ragnar yeah. blackman book which is probably what got my, my thinking cap on when it came to uh, ragnar and, and russ but um yeah i i saw it i, I saw it i squeed pretty hardly i can't uh, pretty hard i can't wait to see that i'm very much looking forward to that dropping and that is a book i will be running out and getting because it's one of the few characters I've actually wanted to see more about being is the Emperor um, and to actually get a bit more uh, development because I mean there's very I know it's kind of hard to develop a character who really needs to be um, basically an antagonist in the um, in the universe if you think about him he's an antagonist towards the on the uh, from the trader point of view at least yeah he's a, he's a really really a driving force for both sides. Yeah, yeah, very much. Um, I, I would, I would argue, very much uh, more on the traitor's side, more overtly at least. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's going to be very interesting in the war. If it's, if it is, as it seems, the war in the web, webway and what's going on there, it'll add. You know, I mean, it's, it's nothing that any that will, ref, that as far as we can tell, will reflect in any of the main characters um for the for the heresy storyline so it's not suddenly that somebody's going to understand why the emperor's being the way he's being and that's okay i'm not after that i just want to see more about the emperor of mankind and, and start to uh you know get to know him what's his favorite color what sort of sports team does he follow you know breakfast routine yeah breakfast routine you know who who ties his shoelaces for him in the morning that kind of thing uh, you know, I can't believe it's he, he got, he got all the time. He got magic for that. Oh, so he's magic's it all on, does he? Yeah, the Harry yeah. Potter, sti Potter style. Oh, yeah, yeah fair, I guess. That's kind of disappointing. I really hope, really hope that's not the case. I don't, I don't want him to be like the magic man, you know, all the time. It'd be nice if he could have some problems, like he can't work out how to tie a shoelace or um, can't work out where the cereal's kept when there's nobody around to actually feed him breakfast. Yeah, um, or he's a. Uh, He's uh, used to walking around complaining that uh, Malkador has a scruffy beard no, and cropped hair. Yeah, Malkador no? gets to just, all the cool, dark and shadowy shit. He's got to be. No, I was just gonna continue with. Uh, just gonna continue with that Malkador actually wears uh, socks with sandals. <laughs> so he, the Emperor's biggest gripe is that his number two wears socks with sandals. That's yeah. his biggest gripe. And that's why he wanted to move into the webway in the first place. It wasn't to get away from Dawn. No, no, it was uh, to get away from everyone wearing socks with sandals. Uh, After they saw Malkador, you do it. That's all he could see. All he could yeah. see is the people around wearing socks and sandals. And for the Emperor, he said, fuck this noise. I'm going to go in and kick the uh, go into the webway and kick shit in the dick in there because I just can't handle that dressing combination. Exactly. Is that our, is that our current great podcast theory on this? I've heard worse. Uh, yeah, fair point. Me too. Um, okay, we'll probably had worse. No comment. Um, the, the, I guess that, that is uh, is our current unifying theory that the emperor went to escape the socks and sandals of Malkador and everybody around him. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna 
take command a bit there and just say, let's go to a musical break before the main topic of tonight. What? What do you mean? What do we need to go? We're enjoying a bit of flab, uh, yeah, a bit of rant. Oh, fine. Be like that. See if I care, Christopher. Okay, fair enough. Well, we are going to go and take a musical break. It's just a short intro tonight because there's not a whole lot to blabber on about because uh, we changed up what we were going to do. So uh, we will go to a musical break and we will be right back with... Henrik and we're going to be talking all about Mike and well mine and Henrik's experiences at Avarii 3. So we will be right back.
After that musical break, I blame Christopher for that one because I'm pretty sure it's his choice that I'm playing first. But um, that's not a problem. I'm sure with no no stage fright or no pressure at all, our guest today will be able to help fix that with a better music choice on the way out of this segment. So, as we said earlier on in the uh, introduction, we are going to be talking first of all about the Avari phase, uh, Avari cluster, cluster phase three kind of our after action report and then we're going to be doing a couple of list reviews which should be a whole lot of fun given that we've got no freddy and you know we'll just blunder our way through it and try and do our best for the people who sent them in so first off uh let me introduce our guest mr henrik rosberg how you doing buddy hello guys i'm doing fine Awesome. Well, there, there are more. Than, what we decided to do is try and get somebody on from uh, somebody else who went to Avaria, as Chris wasn't able to attend. Um, sadly, sadly, yeah, I wasn't. Sadly, sadly. <laughs> sadly, letting the podcast down. But you know, there are very genuine and, and reliable reasons for that to be in the case. So we don't hold it against yep. you because we never would because we're not complete callous bastards. Well, I am. I am. Well, I am. <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't consider anybody else to be like me. Um, so what we're going to do is uh, Henry's, Henry's going to be uh, joining us to sort of talk through the event from his point of view, and uh, I'll be going through from my point of view. And the funny thing is, Henrik was actually my first game, or and we were each other's first game at Avaria. So um, yeah, we get to yeah. talk through that as well, which was um, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> entertaining to say the least. <laughs> um, but uh, first, I just want to sort of give a quick overview of the day for everyone um started out nice and early in the morning around nine o'clock um unfortunately as you may remember in our last episode we had to announce a change of venue for the event um the night before due to unforeseen circumstances for the second time so we're talking like alpha level alpha legion unforeseen circumstances here um yeah that was pretty ridiculous it was pretty yeah it was ridiculous but We'll get there in a second. We we, we had to mm. move a third location, and serious props and power and thank yous go out to Oscar and Oscar and Calais and everybody else who was part of the team that got the well got everything moved around, musical chaired around and in place because thanks to those guys, we actually had a um, we actually had an event. We had somewhere to go. We had an event to do, and it was so worth it. Thank you so much, guys. You are absolute legends for what you've done. Um, yeah, they did an amazing job. They really in a did. Small amount of time, oh, they yeah. made an excellent solution. They really did. They they came up with they came up with absolute gold. And big shout out to the um, Malmo. Uh, for earning figure spell for earning um, that is down there, which is basically um, model gaming club for anybody who's yeah. wanting a translation of my really bad Swedish. That's for the Swedes as well. Um, that uh, basically their terrain is awesome. They've got a number of fat mats. Oscar and his crew of terrain builders has done a fantastic job. They're always moving that along, but it was such a nice environment to play in uh the tables were awesome everything was well laid out you know we got very well looked after 
and it was just for me it was just fun uh, what what how was your take on the uh, the the sort of location and everything there Hengi? uh i'm actually yeah it was incredibly good you know because um when you first hear get the news that oh it's a new venue and then the third time yeah it's a new venue again <laughs> you know you're not really certain of what you're expectations are <laughs> i imagined like a basement or something what, what am i walking uh, into where are the swinging lights going to be kind of thing yeah exactly but yeah. the venue was <laughs> really really good actually uh, uh a bit hot in uh, some areas i don't know if the ventilation was uh uh yeah that great in yeah there was basically like three rooms yeah, three I rooms. Say, yeah. I think we were pretty much missing air conditioning, but I think that's unfortunately just down to the room in itself. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So we we couldn't kind of win on that one, but it was a nice place. And one thing that uh, I'm gonna do, I took some pictures. I didn't do as many pictures as I wanted, um, but I did take some pictures. And there are lots of other pictures from one of the Oscars as well, and we'll be getting stealing those. I mean reappropriating them to our Yeah, I think I, I already did that on your in your Facebook group. Oh, you are so good. You you you, yeah. you you're in. You're one of the family now. You 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 don't get to go away now. You're stuck with us. Um, but, and that's also a good thing. If you want to see photos, go to our Facebook group. Exactly. Um, and there are some there's some really good photos of the armies in there. I mean there was a, an all drop pod Space Wolf army in there. There was a full-on bike White Scars army in there. Um, there was a fantastic... Drop pod were yeah. leaders as well. Drop, yeah, drop pod uh, Ultramarines. Um, then there happened to be a Blood Angel list that kind of sucked. Um... Hey. <laughs> be nice. I'm being nice. I'm being nice. You'll understand why in a minute when we go through it. <laughs> but I think one of the fun things of the entire day is that um, the uh, generals, basically, the two the two guys who got picked as generals were actually running were uh, partly picked because they were running Primarchs, and we had uh, Robo Girlyman on the uh, on the loyalist side, and then we had the Lord of Iron himself, Perturabo, on the uh, on the you know the the side that is for for the truth and for for the goodness of the, of mankind. Um, for some reason, we're called traitors. I don't understand why. <laughs> Um, but we ha we uh, had. It's about the point of view. <laughs> yeah, everybody's point of view is wrong except ours. What, 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 what's the problem? I don't get this. Anyway, that was there was was why they had not wear a crusade in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So we we could you know find our brothers and be ready. Um, <laughs> I, I'm never going to let this point go. So don't don't even try and talk me out of it. Um, no 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 no. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, but uh, you're allowed have... to have your opinion. <laughs> what it might be wrong in your eyes, but I'm still allowed to have it, right? <laughs> Yeah, of Something course. Like yeah, that. of course. Uh... <laughs> Shush you of course. Um, but uh, no, it was it, it was uh, it was a really good setup with that, and the guys basically picked um, who faced off against who. But what was awesome is that there was an interactive map um, for the purposes of tracking how things went throughout the day. And this map was brilliant. It was coded, custom coded for the event. Um, literally, if you have a look in the pictures, you can see a picture of it. It's uh, you've got the main planet, Avario Prime and Avario Secundus. And effectively, uh, when you chose, when one of the warlords chose a tile to fight over, um, 
it went from whatever color held it to an orange to indicate it was under battle and then the, the side that won the game got to reclaim it in their color or change the color and it was so cool there was a little confusion yeah. there was a little confusion over which tiles people were fighting for occasionally yeah but that was mostly the players own fault yeah which, hey we tried I never, our best I never to remember I never had a clue on which tile I was fighting on. I was relying on my opponent. Knowing. Yeah, me too, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> which meant we were a bit screwed in the first game, if I remember rightly. Yeah. I think yeah. we maybe got that wrong. <laughs> but it was a whole lot of fun. and we yeah, had. They worked uh, it out in the end. So. They did, and no. oh my, it was, it was awesome. Um, it was such a cool piece of kit the guys put together for that. And it totally, for me, totally made the day in another just a whole nother level because it was just that that extra fun um mm. so yeah so how about how about you tell us about your list my friend because I, I went through my list or I, I went through my army uh beforehand and i will give my my after action report and comments on that afterwards but okay. um, how about you sort of yeah. give everybody an idea of what you were running the the the, okay. the, the legitimate yeah. filth you were running uh, not so filthy what's it Pretty balanced list. I'll just find it here. Give me a moment. Balance. Should, yeah, should ba I be balance until it hits you in the face. That, that's my answer on that one. Um, yeah, but as I said, uh, and I will explain later if we talk about my other games, the problem oh, is will. getting into combat. <laughs> we will talk about those games. Don't worry about that. We will get there. I think, yeah, I think it's no. important that we talk about all the games we played. Yeah, it's uh, some great games and a great day, so why yeah, not? Definitely. Uh, I was running Blood Angels, of course. Of course, Loyalist, because, hey, why not? <laughs> or what else, I should say. Uh, my HQ choices was a Legion Praetor with an Iron Halo, Blade of Petition, and Digital Lasers, and it's in an Artificer armor. Uh, I was not running any Ride of War, because I couldn't figure out anyone, any Ride of War that suited my army, and... Uh, uh, yeah, the second Blood Angels Rite of War that isn't for Yumpak armies is pretty bad, so... <laughs> I, it can I've be never... quite harsh, uh, losing yeah. scoring. Yeah, it's pretty much a lose all button, <laughs> I should say. So tactical decisions basically meant, no, I'm not going to risk it. <laughs> yeah, That's maybe sound, a bit boring, thinking. but... Maybe a bit boring, but oh well. Uh, my second HQ choice is a Legion Centurion, who is a chaplain. He's got Artificer Armor, Blade of Petition, and Refractor Field. <laughs> then on to troops. I've got a 10-man tactical squad with a sergeant with Artificer Armor, Power Fist, and they're in a Rhino. And then uh, I've got a big 15-man breacher squad, all with Melta Bombs, a single Melta Gun, and... Sergeant with Artificer Armor and Power Axe. Uh, my Praetor and my Centurion uh, joined this, this squad, and they later have a transport. Um, my third and final troop choice is a tactical support squad with uh, five plasma guns. Uh, Sergeant with Artificer Armor and a Legion Rhino. And my Elites, Comtenter Mortis Dreadnought with two Keras. Uh, an Apothecary, also with the Breachers, uh, a Terminator Squad in Cataphracti Armor, two Chain Fists, two Pairs of Lightning Claws, a Thunder Hammer, and they're in a Land Raider Phobos with a Dorsal Blade. Mm. And my fast attack choices, I had three uh, Legion attack bikes, two with the uh, 
Blastus Pattern Assault Cannon and one with Multimelta, all with Melta Bombs. And my heavy support is a Legion Spartan with all the all the goodies and a twin-linked Elastus Pattern Assault Cannon. Of course, my Breachers and all the characters is in this ride. And my final heavy support choice is a Legion Sikaran Venator Tank Destroyer. Very, very nice. Very, very nice. And we played our first... The first game we played was the Chance Encounter, which was basically the horrible triangle point deployment and yeah. you're not allowed to deploy your heavy support on the table heavy support and uh lords of war on the table yeah they had um, to arrive from reserve yeah basically that sucked a little bit dick for both of us yeah <laughs> because uh, you know my army is so focused around the spartan yeah uh, so we had to slog it out on foot and yeah your army had a lot of fire support in the heavy slot. Yeah, yeah, we really did. Um, I mean, my, my basically my tyrants, my iron havocs, they were all there. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um, although I won't lie, I was very lucky. I rolled up Voidwalker as um, my warlord trait, um, and I actually chose to give that to the, the tyrants to see if I could do some damage with them. Um, yeah, what a game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> What a game! Uh, literally, it was you got more, you got the most um, points for. Uh, there were two objectives in your opponent's end, two in no man's land, and two in your own end. And basically, you got like five points for the objective in your in your opponent, each objective in your opponent's end, one for no man's land, I think, and then yeah, zero and for your own end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so it's basically get to the opponent's deployment. Get to the opponent's <laughs> end and try not to die trying and yeah. it became a bloodbath yeah. um, <laughs> it was awesome oh my god um, however I have to say Phosphex is fucking amazing yeah um, that, well, that has squad mortars of yours were pretty brutal that was I, I won't lie that that the Praetor's um, doomed run mm. <laughs> and um <laughs> Yeah, uh, that, that was pretty much my highlights, was that and the Praetor's doomed run. Um, yeah. Just to actually give some people an idea, I, I, I fired off um, my quad mortars and dropped Phosphex onto the bikes and wiped out his uh, attack bikes in one go. And yeah, I, I turn felt, one as well. <laughs> yeah, turn one. I felt mighty. I felt awesome. And it all went really fast downhill from there. Yeah. And the problem was my Praetor with uh, the Breachers, and yeah, oh. both guys were behind the attack bikes and, bikes, and as soon as they were ev evaporated, they went, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically that forced you to kind of do from, a uh, well, your right flank to a middle switch, um, yeah. which actually worked really well in yeah, the long term when, it, when we look at it. But uh, yeah, I mean... Oh, that was, it, it was brutal. I mean, it was, uh, for those who, again, my list was a foot-slogging Iron Warriors army. I had to wait for my um, staff to arrive. My tyrants didn't arrive from reserve till like, turn three, I think. Um, mm, I yeah, I think so, yeah. Was it three or was it four? I can't remember. They came on very late in the game, deep struck, did some damage, then got introduced to a Praetor and a Chaplain with Blades of Perdition. <laughs> and all their boyfriends. That's just lovely. 
Yeah, Blades of Perdition can go fuck themselves. I'm sorry, those things are <laughs> rude. I also uh, fortunately rolled up the uh, is it Child of Terror, yeah. the Warlord trait, where we roll once to uh, wound, I think. Yeah, it was, yeah. Basically, you or you had the, with that Death Star, which was the a, t- a typical Death Star, beautifully put together. Um, you were basically re-rolling, um, re-rolling ones to hit in the first round of combat, hitting on twos at initiative five, doing double wounds with the Blades of Perdition. I think your chaplain and your praetor basically wiped my tyrant squad. Yeah, they wiped all. I think all the tyrants and just left your characters. <laughs> yeah, my Primus Medicare and my Siege Breaker were left there holding their dicks in their hand, going, uh, "What the fuck, guys? <laughs> what the hell?" And then my veterans, after blowing up your, um, what was what which tank was it? They they decided to go and charge at. It was the um... uh, Venator. I yeah, think. the current Venator. After taking that out for some sort of moral victory, they said, let's charge in and... Oh, yeah, sushi. <laughs> uh, that was a mess. Yeah. That was a mess. Uh, <laughs> my, my, I have to say, that there was that, and uh, that, that was kind of a funny highlight for me because basically I went, I've got a chance, and then you just ate me. Yeah, uh, that... and basically all of this uh, happened in my own deployment zone, so... Yeah. I, I had to get rid of the veterans since they were scoring, and the tyrants just happened to be in the way. <laughs> the tyrants were just there, so it's like, ah, fuck you guys as well. <laughs> but uh, they, they were pretty brutal. I mean, my for me, there's that that was a highlight. The, the quad mortars were a highlight for me. And then the third highlight happens to be my Praetor dying. Do, Maybe do I, not so much a highlight for you. <laughs> it was no, it was a highlight. I mean, it was a highlight because uh, it was. It, it has to be a highlight because if it's anything else, it's just depressing. Um, uh, but let's be fair. Can you can you sort of explain what happened with your your terminators and everything? So sort of the whole sort of thing. Yeah. So basically, while all this was going on in my own deployment zone, uh, my terminators uh, had. Uh, deployed in their land raider since it was a dedicated transport and not the heavy support choice so I didn't know, need to roll for reserves and they went up the middle of a map uh, and rampage for your tactical squad <laughs> uh, one combat yeah. killed a lot of dudes and since they're cataphractic they couldn't chase them down but the, but the I tactical got, unit and, broke Let's yeah they out. broke even with the vexilla they broke. <laughs> and then, uh... Yeah, they went, fuck this shit. It was a 15-man tactical squad with an apothecary. They got lightning clawed in the ass. <laughs> That's just and, harsh. Uh, yeah. And basically, after that, uh, you rallied them, and I charged in again and wiped them out. And then I took quite a few casualties, so I only had a single uh, Shamefist Terminator left. Yep. which uh, failed his moral check and uh, legged it. He ran. <laughs> yeah, and uh, your <laughs> Praetor had a great idea of, hey, if I charge him and he fails his leadership, he will be destroyed. Or and if he, do- and if he, doesn't, if... If he doesn't fail his leadership, I'll kick his ass in combat anyway, because, you know, yeah. Paragon Did play, he... Digilasers, yeah. the whole Praetor to Tribune stuff. Fucking A. <sighs> so... What happens next is Jody charges. I make my morale check, so I rally and so fight for, him. So first opportunity to fuck him over fails miserably. <laughs> yep. Uh, Jody strikes first, since I have a chain fist, yep. and come, proceeds to wound me twice. Yep. 
And these wounds, I save them both. <laughs> yeah, without even blinking. Just, yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, fair enough. Yep. Um, okay, and second round of combat. Fair. I can take him. I can take <laughs> him next round. And then my Terminator hits back. Mm-hmm. Uh, hits twice. Yeah. Wounds once. Or yeah. maybe the other way around. Whatever. He wounds once. And Jody needs to make a save. I otherwise... Need to make a, I need to make my invulnerable save. My four-up invulnerable save. Because I was getting chain-fisted. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Which you proceeded to... Roll a one. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) This was a reoccurring theme for my Praetor Tribute's fucking rolls for the rest of the day. I feel like you need a new Praetor for the next uh, No, no, no. New dice. New dice. These guys are getting... These guys are getting set... One of them's getting set on fire in the middle of all of the rest of them. And then they're getting benched for some new dice. Because these guys have been with me for like two and a half, three years, and they suck balls at the most inappropriate times. So they are getting benched. And the reason it's a highlight, and there's probably some people sitting at home going, the fuck do you mean that's a highlight? It was funny. It was so funny. Um, yeah. Literally, I'd, I'd been camping on one of the objectives with my breaches my, in my own end waiting and slowly withering down anything that could score coming towards it and then i think you know what i need to get this guy off and do something with him because if i don't and this bloody terminator rallies he's going to charge he's going to come in and he's trying to kill me anyway so i thought sod it combat character ho off we go full full you know i have the power he-man eye of thundera shit charge and he completely whiffs trips falls on his cloak and (laughs) Basically gets Runs straight into a chainsaw. Well, he, a he effectively fist. sat on it. I think that's the only way he could explain it with just how bad he took that one. Um, you didn't even throw a handful of sand in there, mate. You just went in, um, and he was a mess. And that was that was yeah, that was all she wrote for the Tribune. And yeah. I, I was standing there going, in my head, I'm going, there has to be another save available. There has to be. Wait, hang on. He's not toughness five, so even if he had apothecary, he wouldn't be able to do it. He's on his invulnerable save. I've got to have something else. I've got... Oh, no, I've got the iron... Hate, oh, fuck. And it was just that. That was it. Resignation at that point was like, fine, I'm just going to see what damage I can do. Um, turns out, yeah. not so much. But anyway... <laughs> so at this point, none of us was holding any objectives and was, was just basically a slugfest and... The reason I won was because I slayed your warlord, yeah, <laughs> which I mean, makes I it got, even better. I got the second. I got the second. I got a second objection. A secondary objective of killing something with shooting in the first round, uh, first turn, which was the phosphex on the bikes, which I wasn't yeah. expecting to actually do with the phosphex on the bikes. I won't lie. Um, apologies for the scraping noise, by the way. I'm, I'm clearing up some land raider doors for. Uh, <laughs> a rejig of my list after this as you may find out <laughs> um but yeah uh so i got that you got um slay the warlord and what else you got one other as well didn't you yeah what was the other one you had hmm. i cannot remember for the life of me um, uh, sorry i can't remember mission i don't know it was one of the what? secondary objectives oh it was um yeah, it was bloodied, uh, wasn't it? It was, I killed more than you. Yeah, basically. basically there was more of you left alive at the end of the game than there was me, which yeah, <laughs> isn't surprising, uh, <laughs> the way that game had gone for me. Um, believe me, I am not bitter about this. I'm actually very happy. It was a hell of a fun game. Um, yeah, it was a great game. 
<laughs> and yeah, so I kind of came out on bottom on that one. So um, yeah, that kind of sucked in that respect, but it was a damn fun game. Um, and your brother was sat out on this one, was he? Or was it, had he played on this on his game? Uh, no, he sat, he sat out. He one. sat out because we were a man down for the event. Um, okay. So the loyalists had one more. So uh, or traitors had one more. So we had uh, they had uh, one of the traitors sitting out pretty much every game, or as we found, swapping sides the next game. I have a feeling that that might have been my fault. Maybe, but it's nobody's <laughs> fault. It was all down to uh, legitimate reasons, so no intentions, no malice. We don't say any more about it. Just don't let it happen Shit again. Yeah. yeah. Just don't let it happen again. Uh, <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> Good. Right, fine. Moving on. Um, so, yeah, that was game one. So I lost my tile. Um, the Loyalists overall did a hell of a lot better than the Traitors that round. And, you know, uh, however... Girly man did get taken down. Um, I think he got ten, taken down in round one, actually, which was kind of hilarious. I uh, think so. Ow. Um, Ang Ron. Angry, ah. angry Ron went up and said, hello, and then hit him in the face. Uh, Explain it all. Repeatedly, I think is the right term, repeatedly hit him in the face. Um, so, yeah. He's, he's not a nice guy. He's just got issues. He's got abandonment issues, you know. Parental problems, daddy issues. Uh, don't yeah, we so, all? so do all of them. Yeah, well, it explains it when you've got a reckless father like that. That douche. I mean, emperor. Um, On the other hand, none of them are actually human. So. And you just had to go and ruin it by trying to put some logic into it all, Christopher. Really? Yep. Fine. Be like that. See if I care. Uh, <laughs> so that was round one. Then we lunched. Oh, and we voted on the uh, the diorama competition. Yeah. Which was awesome, I thought. Yeah, it was some amazing dioramas. Sadly, I didn't have the time to make one on my own. Neither did I. I was painting until 10 o'clock the night before. So I was panic painting, going, oh my god, i got to get this ready. Um, but I finished, so I, I was eventually quite happy. Um, so yeah, game two took place in the after lunch. And what was your game two setup? Who were you playing against, buddy? I was playing against Kim and his death guard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ow. Uh, do you want to give us a heads up on your game and how that went for you? Yeah. Uh, so Kim was running a pretty uh, shooty army, which is the bane of my existence. <laughs> uh, he was basically running uh, a Typha. Um Two heavy support marine squads, one five-man with plasma cannons, one five-man with less cannons. Uh, three separate units of three uh, of one uh, grav cannon. Uh, a squad of two predators with less cannons and conversion beamers. A dreadnought with Keras assault cannons. A unit of two vindicator laser destroyers. And a land raider and some tactical marines. <laughs> so basically, sounds, sounds like fun for everyone then. Yeah. So basically, all the long-range anti-tank guns. <laughs> he brought the pain, basically. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was. A, I got pretty shot up uh, quite badly. Uh, I still enjoyed the game. It was still a great game. Uh, one. Some of the highlights were me. Uh, my Venator was uh, shaken, so I could only snap fire. And I snap fired at his Typhon. I rolled two sixes to hit. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I got two pens. 
but since <laughs> his Typhon was hulled down by my own Spartan, he got a cover save, and he made them both. <laughs> damn it. Yeah, so... But yay, damn, damn it. Sucks. <laughs> so that that so, sucks a little, yeah. Uh, turn one, I lost the Land Raider for my Terminators, basically. My Spartan had uh, driven up 18 inches and was taking a pounding and got wrecked and all my guys inside went out and I was basically praying for them to survive <laughs> with yeah all those guns and a typhon bearing down on them how did that go yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe well, I, as well I actually as you survived hoped. the first round of shooting and hey, but I failed my pinning test so oh yeah sadly Painting. I later discovered that um uh, chaplains with a sellout rule that you ignore pinning. I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I didn't know at the time. Uh, so I failed my pinning test and they got wrecked. <laughs> they got ruined, a little bit racked and ruined there. Yeah. But it was a great game. Uh, it was a real nail biter if I was going to survive and make it yeah. or not. Because a few dice rolls here and there and it could have gone either way. You know, if I. If it didn't save those two uh, Venator penetrations, it could have gone completely different. So it was a great game. Awesome. It sounds like a whole lot of fun. Yeah. And I actually did some damage on uh, the other flank with my Dreadnought and my attack bikes. I killed his last cannon dudes, destroyed his Vindicators with my bikes. Uh, yeah, my bikes were actually amazing this game. He... Uh, he had a plasma support squad that he tried to use to gun down my bikes, mm -hmm. which he killed one of them, but failed to kill the other two. So they later shot that and charged them and destroyed them. So uh, wreck the following faced, turn, wreck faced yeah. epic style by the sounds of it. So the turn after they went, I went for his vindicators and took out both of them. And after that, I took out his land raider and killed his warlord. What <laughs> was, was, yeah, it was a little too late, but at least a bit of moral victory. I was going to say moral victory is still has victory in it, so that counts. Yeah, that's how I roll, <laughs> especially after this weekend. Um, so my my next game, my next game was against uh, Jonas. Uh, another new player to the Heresy. Lovely bloke, absolute star. Had a whole lot of fun playing with him, play, playing the game with him for anybody else, Snickers. Um, he was absolutely uh, a whole lot of fun. We were playing for what was called a special tile. Uh, what that means is we were playing for one of the, either one of the hive cities or one of the uh, manufactorums that were on the main planet of Avarii Prime. Um, they were on, on Avario Secundus as well, um, but the one, I'm pretty sure the one we were playing for was on Avario Prime. So it was kind of nice and thematic that there was an Iron Warriors player attacking, in fact, mm. Manufactorum, that was held by the Mechanicum. It was actually really, yeah. really, really nice and themey. It was a whole lot of fun until I saw what his list was like, at which point I started to twitch. Um, because I wasn't exactly sure how I was going to deal with it. Again, foot slogging, not exactly looking forward to it. But off the top of my my head, he was running uh, a Thanatar, which enough is scary. Um, he was running a Thanatar. He was where uh, uh, running one of the um, Mechanicum Knights, the Majera, I think it is. 
It's the one with the strength 7 AP3 blast. Theme. Yeah, I think it's Megara or something like that. I can never remember which one it is. Yeah. Chris, is that the, does that sound correct? I think so. If it's the one I'm thinking about. Yeah, it's not not the not the Atropos because I know the Atropos. No. Then there's one with the lightning gun and one with the lightning it's gun. It's the one with the carronade. Yeah, that, yeah, it's the one with the lightning gun. Um, yeah. He was running that. Uh, he had three Myrmidon destructors, I think it was, with um, one with the radiation engine. Uh, he had two units of Thalax with lightning guns. One. Three and one five unit, I think it was, or one one, what two fives? I can never remember which one it was. He had his uh, Megos with uh, ten thralls around him. Is it thralls? I think that's what it is. Carapace armor. Yeah. The regular dudes with weapons guild two. Yeah, heavy chainsword, uh, gub gubbins like that. He then had three domitars. Um, or is it? Yeah, two. Two Domitars and a Thanatar, I think it was, actually. Um, and, yeah, I was sitting there going, I don't exactly know what I can do to to hurt all this. <laughs> until I re-remembered I had Phosphex. Um, sorry for the scratching. Again, just removing some bits off a Land Raider door. Um, do this very quickly. Uh, so, what came up next was, uh, obviously, my, my foot's logging list. Uh, the mission that was being played in this one was another interesting one. Basically, the start of each playing play, uh, each playing turn, game turn, um, you placed an objective marker in the centre of the table. You rolled the scatter dice and four d6, and basically, the um, objective scattered the full four d6 in whatever direction. If you rolled a hit, you followed the arrow on there. Simple, easy done. Um, so it they would do that, and for the first two, they landed very nicely about six inches away from two of my scoring units. Um, That's handy. Yeah, and I don't. I think only one made it into his end, which was actually quite important later on in the game. So anyway, um, playing it, trying to do my best, get brutalized by some of his shooting, his knights, his Thanatar, which is just rude. Um, basically, my breacher squad with my Praetor and everything went in and held held one of the objectives for like four turns before eventually getting Thanatar to the face and wiped out. This is where my, my Praetor uh, had to make an invulnerable save. And guess what he rolled? A one. Yeah! Yeah! Motherfucker! <laughs> it just got wiped out again. I did so. I tried so hard to keep him out of the line of sight and everything, um, but he got. He basically got a very large power energy rock ball thing dropped on his head by a thanatar from a great distance, <laughs> and it hurt. Um, so he he just poofed into a ball of ball of nothing. Um, so yeah, there was that. Then we have um, that was a highlight actually. That was actually quite funny because they'd stood there for almost the entire game holding this i'm like right this is the one objective that i'm basically trying to kill off all his scoring stuff managed to do that phosphex the life out of most of his units um my iron havocs were kind of useful kind of useless in depending on which turn it was and um yeah my tyrants this is where my tyrants suddenly discovered they could do stuff and not deep strike into stupid places by their commanding <laughs> officer putting them in stupid places um and they basically walked up to the knight said hello 
he unfortunately rolled a one on both of it on his two d rolls uh, yeah his close combat he rolled two ones and then my chain fists went hi <laughs> and <laughs> ate his knight in one round of combat it then exploded and the blast went up and over the top of them they consolidated six inches walked straight forward and all i could see here in my head was cool guys never look at explosions <laughs> that's all i had in the back of my head and these guys are just walking off into the sunset just you know looking badass and um yeah so there was that um which was which was fun it was just so much fun and Jonas was very very um awesome about it basically because he just saw, we just sort of looked at each other and kind of laughed because uh, <laughs> he'd been owning me with his sanitar up until that point i went i'm gonna do i said i'm gonna do something awesome and I did, and I was kind of surprised that it actually worked. Um, so there yeah, was it's that. great when a plan works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen that often with my army. Um, no, so usually your troops, usually at least for my my troops, let me down. <laughs> <laughs> well, my vulnerable saves definitely don't do me any damn favors. That much is for sure. Um, and then we had uh, a little bit more fun with um, what actually won me the game was my. Um, my veteran squad in outflanking in a rhino coming in getting out and then basically proceeding to lock up his um uh his magos in combat for three turns or two to yeah no three turns um slowly slowly getting whittled down but power fisting him in the face by the sergeant and um because the phosphex have wiped out all the thralls and eventually, he managed to shoot my breacher squad off the um, off one of the off off the only uh, what's it called objective that I was holding, and then uh, my um, my very 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 lucky rolling actually kicked in at this point, and out came another objective three inches away from my veterans who just went oh grab it and basically. Because of Slay the Warlord, um, uh, Slay the Warlord, uh, more units killed, and basically I held at least one objective, which was worth a number of points. I won that game. Um, it was fun. It was so fun. Um, he was a brilliant opponent. Jonas, you're an absolute star if you're listening to this. I really hope you are. You're an absolute gentleman. I can't wait to play against you again in the future, mate. It was so much fun. Um, we had we had a laugh trying to get everything right and have a good game with it all. I think you and your brother actually came and watched that one a little bit after your games had finished. At that yeah. point, um, I milled around for a bit. Milled around a little bit. It was fun just watching it all go down and just trying mm. to um, try not to basically be a pair of retards, retards trying to fuck a doorknob. You know, it was uh, <laughs> we we were trying to do it right and have fun doing it. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I, I actually redeemed myself from having been Blood Angel to the face in the first game, and um, which was totally legit, by the way. Again, no no complaints whatsoever about the game. Um, and basically picked up a uh, a manufacturum for my side, so I felt thoroughly vindicated and, and all shades of special and shiny. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was pretty much it, um, and that was all the luck and good fortune I was going to have considering my next game. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, um, <laughs> do you want to go on and talk about your next game, buddy? Because uh, 
Oh my, I'm not sure. <laughs> but sure, I'll do it. Uh, this was also a great game. I was against uh, Linus and his uh, uh, drop-podding world eaters. Uh, this was the first time I played against a drop-pod army, and it was the first time I played against a Primarch. So which was uh, a very interesting game. Uh, his army was a unit of Red Butchers, um, Angron, a console dude, and the special character Medic for the World Eaters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the girl on Serlek, maybe. Something yeah, like that. Whatever he's called. Girl and then girl. he had uh, two Leviathan uh, siege dreadnoughts in uh, dreadnought drop pods. Uh, he had a <laughs> lightning strike fighter with Krakens. He had uh, two normal tactical squads with in uh, drop pods. And a Charybdis for Angron and his dudes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so a pretty harsh list, but it was interesting and was pretty fun. Uh, I also made some <laughs> pretty stupid mistakes this game. Uh, so basically, uh, his first turn, he dropped down the Leviathans and the Charybdis, but it went into hover mode. So this is basically his alpha strike. So if I would neutralize it, I would pretty much win, since he only had the bare minimum tacticals. Left in reserve and the uh, lightning. Mm-hmm. So I destroy some dreadnought drop pods. I take off some hull points, and for some reason I get a <laughs> glitch in my brain. And instead of disembarking with my breachers and taking out a leviathan on like one hull point, I choose to charge in my attack bikes. <laughs> <laughs> because I forgot that melt the bomb strike at initiative one. So Ow. Yeah. They basically drove against the Leviathan, jumped on a ramp, and flew straight into the Leviathan siege drill and got massacred. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> uh, so that was pretty brutal. Breakdown <laughs> population, that, you bro. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, Linus also said that's. I think that's the most stupid thing someone has ever done. <laughs> oh, see, oh. that's kind of cool. You got you got props for being stupid. Yeah, <laughs> at least I'm unique. Uh, but it was pretty funny, so I, I didn't care too much. Uh, and yeah, basically after that, uh, the lightning blew up my Spartan, and Angron came out and was pretty angry. And cut my Praetor in half, and then the rest of the units, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I That's lost. usually how it goes with Angron. <laughs> yeah, at least I killed uh, almost all his tactical dudes. But, yeah, I lost everything else, so... <laughs> Moral victory! Yeah, but it was a great game, and uh, Linus was very nice and taught me a few things, so... That sounds like good. a fun game, but a whole world of pain. <laughs> yeah, but it's also interesting, <laughs> interesting to be uh, on the receiving end, actually. Surprisingly, I should say. I'm not making any comments. No comments. <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> you None. may inter- interpret that as you want. Yes. <laughs> uh, we, we will. We will. We're good at interpreting <laughs> stuff like that, aren't we, Christopher? Yeah. That's what we Have do. fun with <laughs> hey, we we've got Freddy. You know, we're used to interpreting shit. Yeah, yeah, not always the right way either. 
So how did your third game go? My third game. Oh yes, my third game. Right. Okay. I need to make a. I I, I need to try and handle this delicately in case the gentleman listens to the uh, to the podcast. Um, his name was uh, Michael, and Michael was running a White Scars army. Now this army mm. is one of the most awesome and beautiful armies i have seen for a model collection it is basically yeah. all kitted out on samuel samuel samuel's um variant of bike from 40k the uh the last lost architecture bikes or whatever it is uh, that the uh, ravenwing guys have uh well, he has as master of the ravenwing i should say it is beautiful he was also running a pair of knights allied in so you've basically got uh, a MSU White Scar bike army with two allied knights uh, for extra firepower and shooty stuff against a foot-slogging Iron Warriors army. <laughs> I kind of yeah. like that list. Yeah, I didn't. Um, <laughs> the other, th- the reason I'm putting a caveat in because uh, I want people to understand as whingy as I'm about to sound. I actually enjoyed the game looking back at it. And more importantly, I learned something from the game. Now, this is why I'm putting a caveat in. It was completely unenjoyable to play that game. Tactically, I play, my opponent is one of the, or was, or is one of the top, known to be like one of the top five 40k players in Sweden. He <laughs> plays the game he, he must play the game absolutely fantastically and be very good at it because that's exactly how it felt. It felt like I was playing a tournament 40k game. There was no banter. There was no um, fun in the game. It was very much playing against um, the... or well, playing to and against the rules. And in that respect, it was not enjoyable. I didn't enjoy the game whatsoever because of that. Um... Yeah. On the other hand, it was a tactical schooling. He taught me how to play the game in a way that I hadn't thought of. Um, It's not a way I will play the game because it's very much um, a, as I see it, the sort of game I don't want to play, which is very much the um, complete uh, maximization of rules and stuff along those lines. I I don't think it's bad. I just didn't enjoy it uh, because it wasn't fun. Mm. Um, and it took a whole lot of wind out of me at the end of the day. If that had been my first game, it probably would have had the same effect, but I, I would have hoped for it to come back up. But yeah, it was it was just it wasn't a fun game. However, like I said, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about deployment, about my army, about how it works. My standout unit in that game was my Tyrants. Again, they earned their points back in a very, in very quick fashion, um, basically fisting one of his knights. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, it's the only way I could put it because that's exactly what they did. But by the time they got up to a knight in like turn three, uh, the rest of my army had pretty much been cut apart um, by the massive amount of bikes the outflanking or not outflanking but the uh, javelin speeders um with their missiles on there and the other thing that wasn't as as fun mainly because it, it is what it is psychic powers 
um, with the white scars, lots of psychic powers, well organized, well drilled, well played, um, psycho stuff, and basically my dice rolls when coming to roll pinning tests and stuff suck. So um, basically I lost uh, two of my units to being pinned and it was just, it was brutal, but it was played to perfection. <laughs> and that's that's the thing. I have to be honest. I can't say, I I can't. I, I may not have played my best game. The dice may not have been on my side, but I got played, outplayed in the most tactical and well played game I've played in a long time. So mm. kudos on that. Like I said, wasn't fun, but I learned, and it's really helped me. With, with some help of my friends from the podcast, really helped me think about and refocus my list for Scandus because I realized there's some huge deficiencies in my army. And, I mean, I can't compete, like, against yourself, um, uh, Henrik, I can't compete against Initiative 5, Blades of Perdition, you know, close combat, wombat stuff. Um, it's wow. not what the Iron Warriors are designed for. <laughs> it's really not. Um, in that respect, I'm running a foot slogging army in a super heavy meta. Isn't a good call, but you know we live and learn. And yeah, yeah, I, I just learned that basically I have I can easily be picked apart by a very mobile army, and I, uh, that's what happened. Um, so I actually conceded at the end of turn three. Um, I conceded a victory simply because I had four models left on the table and yeah. again if it had been a fun game i probably would have manned up sucked it up a bit and played on till the death but at that point it was just getting frustrating and not not fun so mm. again I, I got played and i got played very well and it was a great game for learning but um yeah i conceded i lost a tile for the traitors sorry about that boys but um, it was the one army, I must admit, I looked at the beginning of the day and went, I don't want to play that one. Mm. And well, I think, at least you can take the good with the bad in this case. Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, the guy was a brilliant gamer. I mean, he played his army. He was very, very much on top. He knew exactly what worked, which order to do everything in. 100%. Bam, 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 bam. Lots of fun. Uh, well, lots of lots of uh, efficiency. Straight in, straight out. Done, 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 done. Just after the day I've been having, it wasn't a fun game. And yeah, I don't like losing. I'm all, I definitely don't like losing, but I know I'm, I'm happy that I could walk away from it with a, I've learned something there. Um, just next time, maybe throw some sand in, um, <laughs> or, or at least a bit of lube. Um, I, I greatly appreciate that, but, uh, maybe next time I won't take a foot slogging army as well. I think I might have, uh, I think that might be my key learning lesson from that one. So Yeah. Winge over. There, there's there's more than one aspect to it then. Yeah, there is. Like I said, it was a good <laughs> game. It's you know I'd look back on it and go, yeah, it was a good game. I learned. It was it was entertaining. There was some stuff to to genuinely take away from it. Um, I need to take lube with me against armies like that, <laughs> basically. Um, or I need to respect my army, which is what I've gone and done. So yeah. I, I really thank him for that. It was it, I learned something from it, so yeah, I, I can't complain about that. I think the thing is as well that some armies are so completely different and so specifically good in one area that it's just hard to go up against them. Yeah. Like a full bike army, you would need like a Typhon and 
yeah, mass mm. mass uh, Sikaran battle tanks or something. Yeah, I mean, so with with some. It's just so hard to play against with a standard army. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with some forethought, some better choices, some better planning. I I could have easily given him a run for his money. Um, mm. But that wasn't my army, and that's what I faced on the day, and that's how it rolls. So, yeah. you know, you live and learn, and I have learned, and I'm quite happy <laughs> about that learning. So that is good. Um, yeah, whinge, whingy rant moan over. And Michael, if you do listen to this, I genuinely had a learning experience, and let's play another game at some point, and let's see if I actually learn something from it. Um, I would like to do that at some point. So just uh, hit me up, and we'll see if we can get a game in. But uh, yeah, so that was that was game three. Um, yeah, overall, uh, one one victory, two losses. Okay, yeah. preferred to be the other way around, or you know, three and zero. Oh, but I will. Same for me, man. Same for me. <laughs> I will take what I can get, and and I can say that it was a fun game. It was a fun day. Yeah, uh, the guys were great. Oscar and his Oscar and Oscar and the team did a superb day. Really, really did do a superb day. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with that. Um, it was really good planning, and uh, I also liked. Maybe that's because some, uh, you know, in two thousand five hundred points, the games usually go faster than when you play a two thousand point game because you got a lot more destructive units. Mm. So I also like that because then you got quite a bit of free time to mill about and shut up some people, and which I thought was uh, just as fun as playing the games because all the guys are great. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah, it, uh, 2500 points. Oh, oh, sorry, Chris. I was going to say that 2500 point limit was also why Jens... Pull his uh, catch of glaive with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was. It's always nice to be able to just barely sque- squeeze something in that might maybe not wouldn't, wouldn't be the optimal thing to do, but still be the coolest thing to do. Yeah. Just because it's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes we just need to pull the plug and do that. Yeah. Uh, you do, but it was. But yeah, it was also uh, great of you to finally. Calm down and play some games, Yodi. I know, I know, it's, I know. It's, it, it is basically your own community. <laughs> it is, and I'm finally, I finally am part of it. And that, that was, that was the other thing. Um, I was very, very happy that I could actually make the event, come down, be part of it, have a lot of fun, get to see everybody, and you know, actually say, "Hi guys, I actually play this damn game, and I, I can come and play more often." Because I yeah. can, um, so that's that's going to be a good thing, and I look forward to uh, coming along to the regular nights um, on the Tuesdays down at Spellings House. Um, no, I think it's Tuesdays and Saturdays. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the guys were saying, I think Oscar was saying they see a lot more um, sort of 30k games on the uh, on the Tuesday, um, but at the end of the day, I'm happy to do either way as long as I'm not working, um, and. If I can find some time in the next couple of weeks and if I can get everything built up to a stage where I can actually do something with it, I wouldn't mind testing my Scandis list out in a 3,000-point game. So if anybody's up for that, give me a shout. Drop me a message. You can get me on Facebook or drop me a message via the Varangian Heresy uh, Gmail. And, uh, yeah, let's let's uh, go and get some games done. And I will be down there a lot more is basically my plan um, and get nice. some more gaming and support the community as well which uh, 
which we will give a shout out in our events at the end. But basically, there is uh, some uh, events going on that the Spanishists are organising, uh, or the guy, or Oscar and the guys are organising to start to, uh, or continue, I should say, to increase the uh, the level of stuff at the um, at the uh, venue itself. So better terrain, better stuff yeah, along those lines. Uh... More gaming mats as well. Yeah, that's that's pretty sure what they're they're aiming for is the gaming mats and uh, trying to um, do a bit more there. So I think that's pretty cool of them, and uh, I'm very happy to hear that. So uh, it'd be very awesome. So yeah, um, big props to the guys. A whole lot of fun. Um, the end of it all. Uh, memory serves me right. Henry, Henry, you're gonna have to pull me on this one if I'm wrong. Um, the traitors held. Um, Avariae Secundus completely. The moon, yeah, the moon was red. Completely conquered the moon. <laughs> yeah, we basically we kicked ass um, on there, and then I do believe it was relative. I, I want to say relatively well spread. Um, um, but I think, if I'm honest, I think it swayed more to the loyalists on the amount of. Um, uh, what do you call it on the amount of uh, tiles held on um, the uh, where are we? I'm just trying. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just trying to find the 30k Sweden group, and or I can look in our Varangian Heresy group and try and find the pictures of the the final pictures of the map there. Huh. Yeah, here it is. You got it. What's uh, what's uh, there? We are got it. Um, let's have a look here. So yeah, okay. So very so, uh, oh, nice. That's not the final. I've got, I've got it here. Oscar's posted up. So after the, okay. we're very lucky. After the, um, <laughs> yeah, go traitors is all I'm saying. After, after the all three uh, battle round battle rounds were played, the uh, traitors have Avarii uh, Secundus, and they hold the two Manufactorums and Hive World on there. There are still um, seven empty tiles up there, but they're empty tiles. Um, there's no loyalist presence up there. The loyalists own pretty much the majority of Avarii Prime. However, the traitors have uh, six tiles compared to the loyalists somewhere around 20. But the lo <laughs> the, the traitors own, uh, hold one of the Manufactorums and two Hive Cities. So technically, come phase four... The traitors will have the benefit of holding the most factories and the most hive cities, which basically means, for, for those who aren't involved, uh, want to know what I'm blabbering on about, basically means that if your side held more manufactorums um, than the opposing opponent, you got bonus cards, or the, the general got bonus cards for him to give out to his side to play. And the same went for hive cities. And something that was called secure territories, which basically meant if you had a tile that was surrounded by uh, by tiles of the same colour, your colour, um, then it was cast as a secure territory. And if you had three of those, you got bonus cards as well. So all very cool stuff. Um, unfortunately, no one to... Okay, the traitors have that on the moon. So we get some funky bonuses from that next, next phase. Um, but the... Loyalists have got one, two... I think they're literally missing one or two tiles to make it three. But all's fair in love and conquest, so we'll see what happens in the next one. 
Yeah, uh, I think Oscar said there would be some uh, type of special events or special rules as well since the traitors have the moon. So yeah. we'll see what happens. We shall see how this all works out. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it because it's it's going up to 3,000 points. Yeah. It's all kinds of shenanigans about to happen. Um, and it's going to be in and around December time uh, in Malmo. Um, I, for one, will be booking the day off as soon as I know the dates. Um, so come on, guys, get a date sorted so we can book our time off work because it's kind of important, especially being in the service industry. And, yeah, I've missed two, played in one, don't want to miss a third one because, you know, home turf and all that, as you quite rightly pointed out, Henke, I want to kind of be there. Um, so, yeah, it's it's gonna. I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun, and I am very much looking forward to it. So, yeah. Uh, did you have fun, Panky? That's that's the main question. Did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. It was a great day, and I'm looking forward to the next one, and maybe trying to figure out what I will do with my army. <laughs> well, if, if we get the chance, I call rematch. Um, for no yeah, other reason than course, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a rematch because <laughs> it was fun. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll work something out along those lines. But uh, yeah, that was that was very very cool. So yeah, I think we've had a pretty good rundown of Avari. Uh, again, yeah. big shout out to the guys and greatly appreciate it. So yeah, uh, let's let's look at moving on to our next topic.
And we're back after that little musical interlude. And I want to say thank you very much to uh, Henrik. See, got his name right this time. Um, Henrik for uh, joining us and talking through Varii. And we had a hell of a blast down there. And I know it sounded like I was pretty negative about my last game. Uh, but do understand that I have taken a hell of a lot away from it. It's completely re made me rethink my army, and when we talk, start talking about Scandus, you will see what sort of impact it's had. Um, so yeah, like I said, again, I happily play any of my opponents again, just for a bit of fun and uh, just for some casual gaming. So let's see what happens. So Chris, what are we what are we going to talk about in the wrap up today? Ooh, the wrap up. We yeah. got, still got uh, most of the usual stuff and some new stuff actually. Awesome. E- even though some of it might be obsolete within a short. Well, of time. Let's just say that our timings could have been better to be more effective on it, and yada exactly. yada yada. Yeah. So hit me up, man. What are we going to start off with? Well, we got a little matter of the warlord raffle that uh, that Freddy has organized, and it's still a really nice raffle where for thirty-five dollars can enter and have the chance of winning a fully spec'd out war warlord. Woohoo! There, with with, uh, with everything. Yes. Yeah, basically everything. Basically everything. And you can be that guy that brings a warlord to a knife fight. <laughs> uh, Literally and figuratively, you could take a warlord to a knife fight yeah. and still kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's enough resin to kill someone. But we shouldn't be like, be like that. Sorry, you know, I, just, you, I wasn't expecting that as an answer, Chris. You completely <laughs> fucking threw me there. That's brilliant, man. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we, as we have updated every, every episode since this began, we're up to 64%. Or for this, and I say us because this is a community effort now. It really is. It's a great work, everyone, so far. Uh, the money will go to a really nice charity in the end, and yeah. the fight for fight fight for a cure and against the, the what do you call it? Dish, the Duchenne mus- muscular, muscular dystrophy. dystrophy. That's it. Yeah. So that's a really it's a worthy cause. It's a chance to win a. Warlord, or you could also win the consolation prize of uh, the limited edition. Is it the Legion Army book we have? Uh, it's a limited edition Legion Army book, and I do believe that Freddy is cooking up some extra prizes. Uh, I don't think he's going to try and smuggle anything back through customs from uh, his current uh, deployment, but you never know. It could be something interesting. It could be you know the Ark of the Covenant or. Um, and know. what he, what is cooking up is probably legal, but you should check in with your local authorities if you. Have any doubts? Yeah, or if it starts smoking, or um, you know, you're worried about its validity or legality in any way, shape, yeah, or form, or just tentacling, because we really have to make a whereabout of tentacle. Yeah, this is true, and it's a very fair point. Um, so yeah, that is what we are. That is what we are working with. Um, yeah. So that's what's uh, that's coming up with that. So then we start moving on to our events, and what do we got coming up first? We have the thing that I think the IO Forest guys were supposed to do this month if uh... yeah it was either, I think actually I think Freddy, <laughs> Freddy called out the Age of Darkness yeah, but that was for last month this is for next month technically it... it's still this month you know yeah, we but... have it while we're recording at least uh, it's we're recording on the 28th I really don't think there will be a lot of organization before next month no that's but, fair uh, let's put the the IO Forest guys uh, on the spot here they really need to do their thing for the global horror heresy escalation, the scouring of Thunder Metallicus. Oh yes. As th- this month, 
this month. Mm-hmm. All out war, man. All out war. All the big bucks, all the big fun, all the crazy money. It is, what is it, 3,000 points of all out crazy shenanigans. So, if you were running a Leviathan Force org, if you if you really don't want your friends uh, to be liking you anymore, you could run a Warlord. Yeah, if you want to make frenemies and uh, you know people not like you, run a Warlord in uh, in any any fucking list, <laughs> or, or um, you know multiple Leviathans, run a Mastodon, you know whatever whatever floats your boat, you know chokes your coffers, or um, uh, but we- to be fair, the only thing that really matters is to have fun. Yeah, of course. This is what this whole thing's about. Building up the community, having fun. You know. Painting warlords. Painting, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, eventually painting warlords or warhounds in certain cases or doom hammers or, you know, storm lords or whatever I shenanigans. You, I wonder if a doom hammer would be a nice name for a tank or for a warhound. What do you think? Doom hammer. Doom's hammer might be, you know, make it a bit more personal. The, the hammer of doom. Doom's own hammer. Yeah. That could be cool. I could uh, just rename my Magus Thrall and give him that Thunderhammer. Oh, wait. You could, but I think Marvel will want to have a word. Yeah, that's more like Blizzard would want to have a word, but... uh... Yeah, that too, but I think Marvel would would probably get there quicker, even if it wasn't their own property. Fair enough. Hey, he has a hammer. You can't have a hammer. What? (laughs) Yeah, he can't have a hammer. He can't begin with T. What? He's Um, an orc. (laughs) Yeah, you know something. Something would would happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, three thousand points of global escalation. Goodness. Yeah, and as we mentioned, it's almost October, and what do we have in about two weeks, Jody? Scandus, baby! Yeah, Ooh. it's Scandus. The the Scandus. Oh, the burning of Scandus Prime. It's just going to be such an epic event. Um, we are. I I am crazily painting my adapted list. Um, and I've got to paint it in the next couple of weeks because I've got terrain and other stuff to achieve before I jump on the train up to Stockholm in oh, 16 days' time. Eek. Um, uh, yeah, just about, actually. Yeah, no, I've, 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 <laughs> got, I've got a doctor's appointment on the day before, and then I'm on the train at 9am. So it's 9am Friday morning, winging my way all the way up to, uh, to Stockholm, Either I'm going to be sat there chilling out with massive amounts of bags and toy soldiers, or I'm going to be freaking out with massive amounts of toy soldiers, bags, and a small paint station on the train going up. Um, yeah, it's going to be great fun. I can't wait. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun to get Yumi and Freddy in the same place for once, and we're going to do some unmentionable shenanigans, I think. Yeah. There might be a lack of another Swedish podcast after that, but uh, well, we, we, you yeah. never know. We, we now hang on. We did promise we wouldn't murder them. We yeah. did say we might maul them a little bit. And, exactly. You know, yeah. There's there's no podcast pink slips here. We're not we're not fighting for pink slips on the podcast. Just let's make that clear to everybody who's listening. This is <laughs> Even not though that would be a re- really hilarious. Not the way my dice roll, mate. It wouldn't be. Although to be <laughs> fair, I bought new dice. Yay! I bought myself some new dice. Um, I got yeah. bored of waiting for Forge World to drop the Iron Warriors dice, which probably means they're going to do it on the fourteenth. Um, the day before Scandus, and there'll be lots of swearing on the train at the same time I see that update. But hey, you know, I'm a grown adult, I can swear if I need to. Um, and uh, yeah, so they, they, they happen to uh, not pull their finger out and get that done in time, so I've gone and got myself some new dice. And I, I are a very happy man. They're all gold and, and yellow and black and shiny and shit. They're going to look awesome. And I really hope they roll better than the last lot. Yeah, because it's always a good idea to build the dice in the long run. 
There's well, only so many new packs of dice you can buy. Yeah, but there are more, more packs of dice I can buy than excuses I feel like I have to make, so I'll go with that. <laughs> um, shut up, you. And, um, uh, just to mention, uh, Scandus is full, but you can still come on down to Fischar's Gordon and uh, have a look at the armies and chat, chat the people and maybe yeah. even participate in staring at people. You never know. Yeah, if that's your thing, I, I guess. If it's, if it's your thing, stand in the corner and stare at people. But yeah, on, the other but hand, on the other hand, you might just have to bring your box thread anyhow, so you cannot... Because anyway, if you bring in the box thread to Scandus, you will have, be entering a different price pool. Yeah, definitely, because what's happening with the box threads, Chris? Well, the box threads, they are moving forward. The challenge is on, and it's still the same. Build a, build a box thread, make it look cool. Mm-hmm. So... So far, it's mainly box threads with flamestorm cannons. So, if you have any other alternative weapons for it, I would be interested to see it because not every box thread can be armed with a flamestorm cannon, really. Tell the salamanders that. Yeah, but they're weird. They probably have multi melter ones as well. Yeah, fair point. They probably do have multi melter ones, actually. But okay, fair enough. We will we will deal with that as we go as it goes along. Um, but yeah, no, we are running that and there's also the night joust which is happening on the saturday night so basically (laughs) alcohol fueled crazy shenanigans with super heavies yeah up to 500 points of super heavies in a night joust and crazy shit will happen and there'll be alcohol involved for most people not including myself because i don't drink and um yeah we'll make notes and record all of it one way or another because we have to if it would be wrong of us not to and if you're coming down come and say hello to me and chris and freddie and say hi to jens and uh linus from northern heresy and you know just come and come and meet your uh i won't say celebrities because good god we're not celebrities we're infamous rather than famous but um just come and say hey um yeah and uh, meet people do also note that since this there is alcohols to be served on the premises yeah, there, really it's really not it. a kid-friendly environment, and it should. I think we actually have an age limit, don't we? I believe so. I can't check it right now, but I do believe you are right there, my friend. So yeah, yeah just bear that in mind. But do come on down. I mean, if they've got parental supervision, I don't think it'd be a major issue. But just just bring them down and be safe. That's all we're saying. Um, so yeah, what else have we got? What's next? What's after Scandus? Oh well. Oh, oh wait oh. a minute. Wait a minute. Sorry. Sorry, Chris, I have yep. to cut myself off there and cut you off as well. Um, just remembered that uh, in a week or so, we will be releasing a mini episode about Scandus. Ooh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I just want to drop that little bit of bonus bonus content in there. Um, we will, uh, Freddie and myself, a little while ago, recorded an episode discussing everything about Scandus, the whole sort of reasons behind it, how he's gone about doing it, and more important, well, as importantly, the missions and gameplay and everything that's going to be happening there. So we're going to release that as its own episode because it's basically me and Freddie waffling for a good 90 minutes. Um, and we're going to have that ready to go uh, sometime next week, uh, as well as our regularly scheduled programming. So, yeah, um, yeah just wanted yeah. to put that um, on there where I can remember. The, as a note on that, if you're not really willing to read all the missions from the event package, have a listen to this episode instead. But yeah, we do go through re- them all. You really should read the event package as well. Yeah, it's really useful. Or, um, you know, print a copy off and read it on the day or on the train or five seconds before you actually talk to your opponent. Yeah. You know, useful things. 
Because uh, otherwise you won't know that I will get the victory point from every game that's played on, during the day. Aha, uh-huh. uh, so you got that one put in as well. I thought it was just me. Awesome. Uh, I, I was the one who put it in while Fred was gone. Ah, okay. I thought that... Oh, perfect. Well done, sir. like that one. <laughs> uh, so, well, if, well. if you want to know if this is true or not, listen to the next episode. Or the bonus episode, depending on which one is released first. Yep, we will and, see how it goes. <laughs> and we should probably also mention that on the Sunday yep. of the event... Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry for that. Um, that's really professional of me. But on the, Sunday, sun, man. Yeah, on the Sunday of the event, there will be the end of the raffle for the Warlord Titan. It will get drawn. It will yep. get drawn. And, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully some, well, one lucky person will win that. I would think it'd be absolutely hilarious if it was somebody at the event. Um, but otherwise, whoever is lucky enough to win it, it is being painted up by Scattershot Painting. And I know for a fact that um, it's getting finished off, very much getting finished off this weekend, because uh, I have been talking to Chris at Scattershot, because he's been working around his commissions. He's got a lot of work going on. So we will have some, uh, well, we hope we will have some work in progress pictures up very, very soon for everybody to have a look at and see the uh, finished article as well. I think it's going to be very awesome. Oh, yeah. And I know, uh, I know that uh, Dave Sampson's uh, going to be helping out a little bit as well. That's Dave Sampson from Black Label Painting. So he be awesome has, he has been painting way too many warlords lately. Yeah, he's got a thing for them, I think. You know. Yeah, and he's mm. even uh, when I mentioned my little warhound, had to yeah. mention that. Oh, I'm try. I'm gonna. Think, I'm thinking of painting one of those as well in the Lady Furious colors. And I was just thinking, uh, and I just had to say, basically, let me paint mine first, and then you can show them how it's done. <laughs> or how about do you want to do you want me to just send you mine and you can practice on it? Oh yeah, for free. Well, hey, sa- hey, sadly, hey. I, sadly, I will need it. I need it on Scandus. See, minus the warhound war is coming. But then we have the next event that's actually taking place before Scandus, but it's next on our list. Yep. That's the scurrying of Sydney's primary. That is. And tell us all about that one. Yeah. That's a basically loaded dice guys mm-hmm. event. And that's a part of the, what do they call it? The Aus- yeah, well, now the Aus 30K Horus Heresy National Event Series it is. Oh, I apologize. I am and, sorry. Uh, I feel it, corrected. And it, it's at the Games Cube in Parramatta on the 8th and 9th of October. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously there's this cine leg because they've divided it between the cities, and that's a really nice thing. And I hope we can organize something as well in the future for the cold harsh we'll north. To, we're going to get worked on working on that at some point. Sorry yeah. for the scratching, by the way. I am hobbying while we do this. So anyway, go on. Yeah, and that's an interesting event because it's have a, a bit of a de- de-escalation. Or de- what do you, what do you call it? Yeah, de-escalation yeah. is the right word. Put it uh, as de-escalation. Because it starts off with big games, and then as time goes on, attrition sets in, drink sets in, and then you end up with an 800-point force. And that's, and that, and that's, I was going to say, and that's just the players. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's, it really both sounds interesting and looks interesting in the player pack. I think it's full, but you could always check it out on Facebook if you listen to this, and it's yeah. a scouring of seniors primary. Yeah. 
And then we have our next event, which is uh, run by our good friend Eric. And I'm going to give this one to you, and I'll take the last two because I, I, I can screw those up easily. This one I, I don't want to offend somebody on, so you go for it. Well, you should be able to pronounce it, announce it now. But it's uh, the, the BSK Horse Heresy event, and that's uh, in Borås, in the, on the west coast of Sweden, almost on the west coast. It's far enough inland that it's always raining, but uh, not according to Eric, but it is. It's always raining, and it's a really, really dull town, but, oh no, sorry, enough about that. It's a small 2,500-point event with uh, 1,500 points, basically a side list that you will drop if... Your opponents only want to play a 500 points, or yeah. only, ha- only has the ability to play a 500 points game, or if the scenario requires it. And it's quite nice. It's three games over the day. It's on the Saturday yeah. of the 5th of November, and it's at the the Bros. Spiel Convent. So it's an entire convention. It's not just uh, not just a Harris game. So you can come for a convention that's taking part that weekend, basically. Yeah. And that's. Uh, I know that it's a lot of people going. I'm going. My plan is to be going as well. It just depend for me. It just depends on uh, on work. Yeah, of course. I have. But I have put my name down for the event. So uh, yeah. And I know Freddy's going, and Frederick is going, and I think Jens is going. So there's quite a lot of people going. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very, very well attended event. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I, I'm very happy to have uh, just done a little, uh, done a little thing with uh, Eric to uh, sort out helping with a few bits of terrain. Only little bits, mind, but he's building something that looks awesome. I'm not. Oh yeah. Spare. I'm not going to share, but um, it just involved a very large box of Necromunda bulkheads going his way. So yeah. I can't wait to see that happen. Yeah, I can. I'll say that I've seen some of the photos. There are some photos up on. The... 30k Sweden and on the BSK page or the BSK on I think it what is the the 30k on BSK page basically yeah basically (laughs) they got a really really weird page but we're gonna link it someday I think I hope so and there's pictures going up there when Eric managed to finish anything and it's it looks like it's a really it's gonna be a themed event because everything is built from scratch basically (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be amazing. It really is. And, uh, yeah, Eric, we love you. You're doing a fantastic job. Very much looking forward to seeing how this goes out. And on a personal note, I really hope to be there. I really, really do. I'm going to put like this. Eric, I want a rematch from our last game because that game really was surreal. And that game can be read about in the, on uh, 30K during the... I think it was the Lincoln... Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Series. Yeah. The, the Dreamless and the Ravens. It might explain a bit of it, but it doesn't really explain all because my army really couldn't even kill doors in that game. Couldn't open them, couldn't kill them. And if you can't kill a door with the uh, Castellax, there's something really wrong. No, yeah. Zero comments there, bud. Zero comments. Uh, and that is, if nothing else, because there's Zomotalis at Scandus, and I have a horrible feeling I'm going to walk up to a door with what I'm bringing and steel flail. So I'm not willing to uh, to jinx myself right now. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm just not. So um, shall I move on to the other stuff that we're talking? We've got uh, to talk about. Take uh, the next one. I'll take. I'll take the next two. I'm going to be greedy. Oh. You just had two. I'm going to have two. Um, 
So there is a fantastic event happening this weekend in Denmark. The event is called uh, Giant Fanatic and it's going to be uh, up and running uh, this weekend, I believe. I'm just trying to get the details up here in front of me because I was sent a forum link, which is a forum link in Danish, um, which isn't particularly helpful. But it's going to be an awesome, awesome event. It's being organized by two, two friends that uh, I made when I was lucky enough to go down to the Avario event, and Eric uh, Valeur, uh, Valeur, I'm sorry, Eric, you know, I, was gonna, I, I warned you I was going to crucify your name, dude, because um, this is what I do. Um, he sent me the details through, and he's been on the uh, front line of getting this up and, run, up and running. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to seeing this event. I don't think they've got a huge amount of participants. It is taking place this weekend, um, so... I really think it's a case of uh, go down, get involved. Search Giant Fanatic on um, Facebook and you will get the details of the event. I'm looking at it now. And um, yeah, just get on down there, have a look. If you're not sure, get into the um, Horus Heresy Denmark group. Uh, have a look in there, drop some messages in there if you want to jump or ask questions or head on down. But it's really, really worth doing so. Um, and the next one, because I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to steal this one, is a shout out to uh, or from uh, Paul Shaw, Paul Spuddy Shaw, friend of good friend of the show. And it's a shout out he's asked us to do for his uh, gaming group um, that he's a part of, and that is the Heaton Gaming Society. And those guys are in Newcastle upon Tyne, and they meet every Sunday between 4 p.m. and 9:30 p.m. Uh, they play. All types of games, all types of miniature gaming, um, and they are very much looking for um, people to come in and play 30k, 40k, GW specialists, Age of Sigmar, all that stuff. Um, but I'm giving this a shout out because he's a good friend of the show, well into his 30k, so it's always nice to uh, promote the 30k and get on down there. Uh, one thing is there is a bar on site, so if you're under 18, you need to be accompanied by an adult. Um, other than that go down and see the guys at the Heat and Gaming Society and uh, just get some games in if you're in the, in the area. It's just an excuse to go roll some dice and shoot, shoot some shit with some guys. So uh, get on down there and do it. And uh, yeah, is, we, we're missing one more event, aren't we? Yeah, there's also an event taking place in Norway this week. And yeah, you want to hit us with the details on that one, buddy? Yeah, I might actually be able to do that in just a second. Oh, do you need me to keep, uh, keep filling the time here or yep. are you good? Well, just waffle a bit. Oh, well, like I can't waffle anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of professional at waffling. I think this is the whole thing. I'm a professional redneck for a living. So, I mean, no, actually professional hillbilly. I uh, prefer le not to be called a, um, a redneck. It gives over the wrong uh, connotations. To be fair, so. couldn't you be called uh, like a resident instead of a professional? No, well, maybe. I guess I, I kind of have to do it professionally. So it is part of my, my who I am. So, so you, don't don't, you don't mean they just wandered in and they can't get rid of you? That's what they don't know, and what they don't know won't hurt them. So you're kind of like uh, Joe Wilkinson in 8 of, of 10 Cats Does Countdown, then? Shut up. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. 
<laughs> I'm not saying a word. Shush you. Get get back in your box. Um, <laughs> I can't. Um, this is also a bit to disguise that I can't find the event package of the event I'm looking at. Dude, it's in the Norwegian group. It's not that hard to find. Yeah, they. Where is Heresy Norway? They've posted quite a bit since then. Mostly it's actually Eric posting links to the 30k Sweden and Finland group. Hey, it's cross-pollination. It's, again, uh, building community and doing stuff like that. And obviously, you know, what you're trying to say is, Eric, you're ruining you're ruining Chris's way of, you know, um, managing and, you know, accounting and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So yep. you're basically what you're trying to say is, it's Eric's fault you can't find the stuff you want. Yep. I did, uh, however, find the... Oh, files. Because I did find the, the armor list for the event, but not the... Wait, the document is gone. That might be why. Okay. Change the document. I'm going to open it up and look at it, the new one. Okay, you do that. Yeah, because mm -hmm. this is really professional. I should have done it earlier. Yeah, but yeah well, but we're amateur professionals or professional amateurs. Take your pick. I think we're amateur professionals because if you're a professional at anything, you should have some sort of um, you know ability to deliver, and we're kind of not doing that at the moment. Well, let's put it like this. It's a 2,500-point event. It's in uh, Trondheim, I think. And uh, I only managed to find the lists, which is really useful, but, uh, well, for me, because it's interesting, but not so much for information. But it's happening this weekend. Go yeah. on, go on, find the find the details on the Horus Heresy Norway group. Um, and uh, if nothing else, you can probably just uh, go down and look at it, I think. And yeah, go down, purr through the windows, to, you know, yeah. go up, look, look, steam up the glass, whatever it is. Yeah, and um, it's a 2,500 point event, and there's quite a lot of Blood Angels going, and I really like that. Blood Angels and Order of Doctor. Why am not, I not going? I don't like Blood Angels at all, but that might have something to do with the Blade of Perdition, because it's wrong. No. Um, it's just you, that's bad. Yeah, screw you, hippie. <laughs> You and the horse you rode in on, man. You and the horse you rode in on. Um, yeah, but as we said, because I this is my fault because I should have prepared the event pack, pack, but it's not on. It's on my other computer, and it's actually not just an excuse. It's, it's on my other computer. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. You keep saying that. Okay. Well, uh, you're just jealous because you have a barely working one. Oh. Low blow to the tech balls. What the hell, man? <laughs> yeah, but it's that's below the power pack. Oh, it really is. But it's nice to see that there are events in all three countries, and there yeah, it really is. There are events in Finland, but we can't read their apparently packs because they're in Finnish. <laughs> so I'm sorry about that, but I'm not fluent in Finnish. Yeah, we we will have to you know do what we can. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's nice to see that we have a co growing community in the northern Euro north of Europe. Yep. And, and if uh, we get uh, information about events a bit earlier in time, yeah. So we could maybe have more Swedish participants in the future if you want, if the if the communities want to, obviously. Yeah, or or a, or an Englishman living in Sweden, or whatever, or vice versa. Because if Swedish events are promoted ahead of time, there could also be a cultural exchange from the other. On the other, ah, yeah, you know what? Going well, going well, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, not like I've been sleeping like two hours this night, this past no, night, and not at all. 
and then spent the rest of the morning basically priming a warhound. Yeah, it's like he wants sympathy from us or something. No, poor me. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> get back in your box. <laughs> don't get to have that sort of moaning on here. You know, you don't even have kids, man. You don't know the pain, man. You don't know what it's all about, man. Uh, <laughs> I have a. Like. I have a dog, and she actually wanted to get out and have a little morning walk, even less than I wanted to take her out on the morning walk. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I'm not going to bitch about kids. She just, uh, just glared at me and uh, said, the fuck you want, basically. Yeah. I'm sleeping here. <laughs> what the fuck, bitch? Come on, what are you doing? Anyway, we, we're getting off the beaten track here, and we we we, 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 we beat that I think we, we beat that track is, quite is, well. So let, let's let's get, yeah. try and get back on it, shall we? I think um, we've also have said basically what we need to say because we're not really making sense anymore. Oh, we never make sense anyway. That's the whole. Oh, that's, of listening that's, to that's us. the that's the problem. If we're not making sense, even less than we usually do. Okay, fair point. Well, if that's the case, then I think it's easy to say that. Um, as a reminder, if you've got events, you've got gaming clubs, you've got anything you want shouted out, please hit us up. Let us know. We want to just build this community wherever you are in the world. And hopefully we will have some details about Avari 4 when it's been decided on dates, especially as I need to book my time off work. Come on, Oscar, Oscar, please. Oscar and Oscar, please, can we have the dates? Yeah, uh, really interesting those dates as well because it's in December and it's that's a busy month for everyone. Yeah, definitely. But I think it's. I think that they said they were looking at the first weekend in December, so it's a good idea to keep an eye on that time. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of the thing. Um, other than that, I think it's time for us to uh, basically wrap up this episode. Is there anything you want to finish on, Chris? Uh, well, as we, if you, as you mentioned, uh, having event information and other stuff sent in, you could also post it in either to a page or just post it in our group. Yep, that's true. And just a reminder, um, again, we're doing our list episode next episode. So please hit us up with some lists if you want us to... Uh, well, big big summer blowout. Big summer blowout. Um, big list blowout time. Uh, hit us up with any information, you, any lists you want reviewing. And then after that, there'll be the mini episode. And then, fresh off the presses, Freddie will be back. So we're going to fluff whack the stuff out of our lists ready for Scandus the week before the event. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's it. So other than that, it's easy enough to, for me to say goodnight from me. And me. And remember, guys, treat life like 30K. Be Angron in the streets, be Fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is a Vrangian Heresy podcast, signing off. Let the Let the body sit the blow.